You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Blue Sky Missions. Whether you're an individual seeking to go on a missions trip or a church leader wanting to take your group, Blue Sky can make it happen. Learn more today at blueskymissions.org. You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello, welcome in. Welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I am your host, Kenny Ortiz, and honored to be here. Today's topic is a very important one, and that is what happens to babies when they die. Do they go to heaven? And that also will include babies that were aborted before they were born or babies that died as a result of a miscarriage. Before I kind of get into the the content, I want to just take a moment and just kind of uh, say something to anyone who's lost a child. If you're a parent or a sibling of uh, a young child that has passed away, I want to tell you that my heart goes out to you. Uh, I do not understand what that's like. I've not experienced that, so I will not insult your intelligence by pretending to understand because I clearly do not. Uh, However, I do know that God understands. God is with you. That when we hurt, God hurts. When we mourn, God mourns. That He was there the night it happened, the day it happened, and He was hurting for you that day, and He can bring you comfort. I'm not going to pretend that this podcast is going to alleviate your pain uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but I do hope that this podcast maybe in some way or another can be uh, helpful to you and maybe in just a small way in, in helping to usher in some level of hope and comfort. I also hope that this podcast episode is a resource uh, to anyone who is faced with that question from someone they know. If someone comes to you and asking you the question, I hope that this podcast episode will help you answer that question effectively. Okay, with all of that stated, let's dive into the content. The question is simple. Where do babies go when they die? The answer, from my understanding of Scripture, is heaven. That's right. Babies go to heaven when they die. That includes babies that were aborted and babies that die as a result of a miscarriage. Infants and small children, when they die, I believe, go to heaven. Awesome. It's very comforting uh, in, in a lot of ways. Before I tell you why I believe that is true, I do want to address one thought that sometimes comes up uh, when this topic is being discussed. Sometimes people believe that God lets babies go to heaven because they're innocent. People will say, well, they're cute, they're innocent, they haven't done anything wrong, it's not fair, and therefore, certainly they go to heaven. I think if you believe that, it could lead you to believe some other things that are not necessarily accurate. The reality is this. No human being is innocent. I want to make it very clear. Every single human being, including infants, including unborn children, are guilty because all of us have the original sin, the mark of Adam, 
passed on to us, right? We see this a variety of times throughout the Old Testament, the idea of sin being inherited. Uh, the psalmist write about the fact that we are conceived in sin. And then the Apostle Paul in the book of Romans makes the most elaborate case for the fact that the seed of sin and the guilt of sin passed on from Adam on to the rest of humanity. So every single one of us were in Adam and every single one of us are guilty of original sin, regardless of what you do or don't do on planet Earth. And it would not be injustice to punish us for that. I want to say that clearly. God would not be wrong if he sent babies to hell. God would be fair. God would be just. God has the right to send any human to hell if he wants. In fact, he could send all humans to hell, and he wouldn't be wrong because all of us are guilty. But he chooses to. He chooses to set up a system where he can demonstrate his grace and his mercy and his kindness. And that's awesome, and I'm thankful for that. I do believe for sure that babies go to heaven when they die, but I want to make sure we believe that for the right reasons. Children are not innocent of sin. They're guilty of sin, and they need a savior just as much as you and I do. Okay, so with that in mind, I know what you're probably thinking. Kenny, how is it possible that babies are guilty and should be held accountable for their sin, but yet you're saying they go to heaven? If they're guilty, and they die, shouldn't they go to hell? Great question. There are some people that believe this. There are some people that believe that infants are accountable for original sin, and because they have not put their faith and trust in Jesus, they do not go to heaven. This belief is certainly not very common, but it does exist. And you will see, as I go through the rest of this podcast, why I disagree with that. There are other people that believe that some babies, when they die, go to heaven and some go to hell. That God determines that he elects which ones will go to heaven, which ones go to hell. Uh, that is a view held by certain Calvinists. And while I would typically be described as a Calvinist by most people, I do not believe that. And I think most Calvinists don't believe that either. I think there are some out there that do, but most Calvinists do not hold to that perspective. Side note, if you don't know what a Calvinist is, that's okay. It's not important for this topic. We'll cover that in future episodes. Okay, so what are the reasons I believe that babies go to heaven when they die? First passage of scripture that I would like to point out is 2 Samuel chapter 12. David is speaking about his baby that had just died. And he says this, I will go to him, but he will not return to me. He's making the clear indication. He believes that one day he's going to be reunited with that baby that just died. Presumably in heaven, right? He was very confident that the baby's never going to come back to life and come back to him. But there would be a day where he goes to that baby. And he sees it again. And we see in the passage that that actually brought him some level of comfort. Now, that passage by itself may not be enough to seal the deal on this particular topic. However, when I couple that with another passage of scripture, it leads me to believe that babies that die do indeed go to heaven. Romans chapter 1. I want to encourage you to go back 
study that, check that out. In Romans chapter 1, verse 18, the Apostle Paul is making this case for the fact that the wrath of God is against those people who commit evil acts. He makes it very clear. He does not like unrighteousness. He doesn't like ungodliness. Verse 19 then says, For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. He's making the point that God has shown the entire world who he is. And in verse 20, he kind of begins to unpack how God has done that. He says this, For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived. It's a very important phrase there, the word perceived. See, the Apostle Paul is simply saying, God has revealed himself to all human beings through creation. God made everything. He made the world. He made people. And through that, he proved his own power. Through his creation, he proved his divine nature. Later in that same verse, it's referring to the people who have perceived that there is a God, but have still chosen to dishonor God. And the Apostle Paul says that they are without excuse. So let's put that together for a moment. Any human being that has the ability to perceive that there is a God is without excuse, no matter what the circumstances in their life are. If you are someone that has the cognitive wherewithal to perceive that there is a God, anyone with the perception ability, the ability to see that there is a God, will be held accountable for whether or not they chose to believe and trust in God. However, there's an implication here. The implication is this. If you cannot perceive, this passage leads me to believe that you would be with excuse. Right? Paul is making it clear no one has an excuse, no one has a valid reason to not be held accountable by God for their sin. However, someone who doesn't have that ability to perceive then would have a valid reason as to why they never believed in God. I would argue that an infant baby does not have the ability to perceive that there is a God. I would argue that young children, in most cases, do not have the ability to perceive that there is a God. At what age does a young child gain the ability to perceive that there is a God? At what age does a human acquire that cognitive wherewithal? I do not know the answer to that. I think it probably varies from person to person. But clearly, God knows each person, and God knows if that person had the ability to perceive. I would argue that aborted babies and babies that have died as a result of miscarriage, cannot perceive that there is a God. I would also argue that this probably applies to a lot of people that are mentally handicapped. Now, certainly there are some people with mental handicaps that do have the ability to still perceive, but others do not. And I believe that God is gracious in those moments, and that this applies to them as well. When I take this passage of scripture, Romans 1, and I couple it with David's words in the Old Testament, together it leads me to believe that babies do indeed go to heaven when they die. Lastly, I'd like to simply add that when I watch the life of Jesus 
and I watch how he talks about and corresponds with children. You see a God that desperately and passionately loves children. God puts a very high premium on kids. We see Jesus going above and beyond to be merciful and gracious and kind and gentle and loving to children. So it doesn't surprise me that God would create a system where he would have the ability to then demonstrate his love and mercy to children that die at a young age. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you'd like to connect with me personally, the best way to do so is on Twitter. You can find me at Kenneth Ortiz. That's spelled K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z, at Kenneth Ortiz. If you have a question that you would like to have answered on the podcast, shoot me an email, heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's heyortiz, H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z, at TheologyForTheRestOfUs.com Also, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, or you can always stream it from our website, TheologyForTheRestOfUs.com Our intro and outro theme music has been I'm Shipping Out to Boston by the Dropkick Murphys. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.